Second and victory. In the wise words of Aubrey Drake Graham, we're going back to back. Two years in a row, the Tennessee Titans are champions of the AFC South. Brett Bachelor here with my guys, Austin Nelson and Chris Carter. Boys, I know it feels good. Hey, man, anytime you drop the Drake intro, <laughs> it's going to be a good podcast. I knew podcast, y'all would appreciate man. that, too. It's going to yeah, be a good podcast. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Man, it feels good. It feels good. Doesn't it, man? It's been a long hey, time. Hey, coming. y'all, just think about this. I mean, I, you know, we're all, I'm 33. I'm the oldest of us. We're all fairly young. No, nobody in Oilers Titans history has been experienced, has experienced this since 1961. <laughs> Ever. How wild is that? It's neither nuts. of my parents, neither of my parents were even born. Not even close to being born at that point. No, like, neither of mine. Even those McNair years. They never went back to back because you had the Colts. Nope. You had, even it was AFC Central days, so like you had to beat the Steelers. And even if y'all remember correctly, the year the Titans went thirteen and three, they still did not have the best. They they didn't win that year. The, no, the Jags, the Jags went, went fourteen and two. two. Yeah, yeah. And their two losses that and, year were to the Titans. Yeah. And I, th- I think I think the thing that I like most about it is that like the division doesn't suck. Like we have another competitive team in it. Like the Colts are a competitive team who could have won the division, had a few different games gone their way. Uh, but we're, we're winning the division back-to-back years in a, in a competitive conference. Before we get into it too deep, I want to make sure you guys, as always, stop the podcast real quick, hit pause, and go hit subscribe. Um, make sure you are spreading the word about the Second and Victory podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell your fellow Titans fans you sit with beside at the game about the Second and Victory podcast. We're trying to get the name out there. Um, we really appreciate the support. Promise you we do. Uh, we, we take all the feedback and constructive criticism on Twitter. Um, but we're always brought to you by BroadwaySportsMedia.com and 440 Sports. Broadway Sports Media is the best place to get your latest Titans news and coverage, uh, best locally, without a doubt. Um, always get your Nashville SC and the Nashville Predators coverage as well. Um, they do a great job at Speedway Soccer. And, uh, you know, the Preds, solid year so far, boys. So far, a lot, so good. a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, same. Way better. Yeah. I never expected big game uh, tonight to too. be as good as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big game tonight. So make sure you go and check out RoadwaySportsMedia.com, and also make sure you get us on Twitter at Second and Victory. Um, you will always find us there. And please, 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 please go get some merch from SecondAndVictory.com. We got the How About Those Titans shirts, hoodies. Um, all kinds of stuff at secondandvictory.com. So if you need some Titan swag, Titans merch, go get it there from our shop. We greatly appreciate it. But um, yeah, man, the Titans are back-to-back division champs and just put an absolute ass beating on the Dolphins on Sunday. Dude, it wasn't even close. The whole game. Going into it, man, I really thought the Dolphins wanted to – I thought the Dolphins would be a little bit better than what they played. I, I haven't I – mean, I mean, okay, let me back up. I thought the Dolphins were frauds the entire time. They hadn't played anybody. If you go look at the list of quarterbacks they beat, the best one was Lamar Jackson. He has had probably his worst year to date this season. Yeah. Um, so he isn't even, you know, premier on that list. But I thought, you know, seven-game win streak, 
they'd be a little bit better than what they were, and they just did not come out at all. They, they were uninspired from the get-go, and you could tell from the beginning. If, if we're being honest, I thought the final score, because I, because I knew the Dolphins, we all knew the Dolphins were fighting for that last playoff spot. I thought the final score would be somewhere around like 24-16, 26-17, something like yeah, that. At yeah. least the Dolphins put up a fight. But, I mean, from the very first kick, the Titans – I know that the offense struggled to get going, but we're kind of used to that at this point now. So, for the, to be 34-3, I expected a Titans win, but I did not expect a complete domination like we saw. Offensively and defensively. I mean, they ran the ball well. Yeah. Um, AJ didn't get too involved, but he really didn't need to be because um, they run the ball so well. Use the tight ends. Um, you know, Chester made some catches. NWI made some catches. Um, but dude, it was just it was the the Deontay former Dontre Hilliard show, and they kind of just rode them the entire way. Defense. Hey man, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, I'll tell you what. Next year, I would not have a problem if it's Derrick Henry, Deontay Foreman, Dontre Hilliard as the one, two, three. No problem at all with me. I agree. I wouldn't either. I, th- I think Hilliard might be upgradable, um, but Foreman should be on this team. There's no reason he shouldn't be unless he finds a starting job somewhere in the NFL. Uh, he point. is uh, – Austin's been calling him Baby Henry. Uh, he's he's the perfect backup running back for for Derrick Henry. Um, and he, he should be here. I mean, there's no reason for him not to be. He has taken prime advantage of an opportunity – uh, that that this team has given him, and really excited to see it. Obviously, as a Texas Longhorns fan, love love Foreman. So uh, it's been awesome to see him. Let me correct myself. NWI had no catches Sunday. I was thinking of Anthony Furcher. I apologize. I'm going to give y'all a random stat about the Dolphins. Uh, they have not beat. Uh, so they're they've won eight games against quarterbacks who have an O in their last name. And are only eight against quarterbacks without an O in their last name. Bro, where did you find that? Twitter. <laughs> Bar still put that out. What a crazy stat. Dude, that is it's hilarious. Wild. Yeah, that's nuts. That's wi- bro. Speaking of um, speaking of tight ends, real quick, obviously thoughts and prayers go up to Michael Pruitt. Man, I, bro, I have never seen a cart come on the field that fast in, the, in an air cast, like, within seconds of him so, being hurt. So, on the broadcast, Brett, you could, he knew it instantly. You could tell. Mm-hmm. He went down. He kind of looked and knew it immediately, uh, what happened. So, he was, gr- you know, grimacing in pain. It sucked. And I think everybody who kind of looked at him, they're like, damn, that sucks, man. And yeah, it, I, I couldn't uh, – I went back and watched the – I just re-went around and, and watched it again and – at first, I was like, I didn't see anything because I thought it was a leg injury. Yeah. But then I then I saw that ankle. Uh, it, it was not good. Um, well, he's he's going to have a long recovery road, I think. Yeah. Well, it's it's like a mix of a Delaney Walker, Gordon Hayward type injury because it, and I say Gordon Hayward and the fact of like you're sitting there, all of a sudden you hear everybody groan and then everybody just runs out of the way because it, it's something that you obviously didn't want to see. Bad memory. Isn't it wild that both both. Both of those tight ends you just mentioned for the Titans had that injury against the Dolphins. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super I, weird. Nothing really good happens against the Dolphins. Every the now last and then time we played them, there was a seven and a half hour game. They deserve yeah. this ass beating for sure. <laughs> no because doubt. that game, they basically, they basically ended Delaney Walker's career with that injury. Then Taylor yeah. Wan got completely knocked out, and then the Titans lost that game. So, yeah, yeah. you're right on that, Austin. Yeah, nothing, nothing good happened. Um, 
Positives, though, I want to talk about this defense, y'all, and how dominant mm. this defense is. Mm. Um, some football nerds on Twitter will tell you that it's one of the worst defenses of all time um, and the, one of the worst one seeds ever. But but Austin, DVOA. Shove those analytics up your ass. <laughs> like, what – I mean, who what is a DVO – who cares what a DVO – It's the worst analytic ever made for Dude. sports. 100%. It doesn't take into account any of the of the human factors that uh, are actually part of the game. Uh, it's it's an algorithm that has been just thrown together and manipulated year after year. Uh, it's a mess and it's stupid and that guy needs to shut up. I'm going to call him out, Aaron Schatz. I know you will not listen to the podcast, but those who want to go call Aaron Schatz at F O underscore A Schatz on Twitter, just shitting on the Titans day after day, pretty much uh, with his DVOA analytics he has like have you watched titans games aaron they pass no. the eye test with ease they're one of the more dominant top 10 defenses in the league right now so say what you want about your dvoa but it, it, it does not matter this team's a, a a one seed for a reason you're not you're not one of the worst defenses in the league one of the worst teams in the league and get a one seed with all they they've overcome all the injuries losing derrick henry and they still became the one seed your DVA is is it doesn't matter. He even came on the Buck Rising show the other day too. I don't know if you guys saw that. He came on the Buck Rising show and tried to. <clears throat> I didn't get every single second of the interview, but was basically talking about how his DVOA stuff was basically you know what he tweeted out the night before about how the Titans aren't the the good number one seed. The, what I like right now, and I think what's going to help this team in the, in the uh, playoffs, because I, I think. The modern era of football, a lot of these teams that the Titans will probably face in the playoffs, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Chargers, hell, even the Colts, um, they have really good quarterbacks, their passing game, but they can't run the ball. And the Titans have a really good job right now of controlling the the, the run game. Um, another less than 100, less than 75-yard performance from the Dolphins. Titans shut down the run game once again. So I think it's going to help them in the playoffs. They're, they're, they're just swarming to the football. As soon as they, they see it's a run play, they're getting tackled a lot of times behind the line of scrimmage. Yes. Um, Very quick, too, on the defensive line. I think that's a huge key. It's a fa- it's a much faster defensive line than the year before. It's just a really good group between Naqu- Naquan Jones, man, is, is having nice himself pickup. a year. Yeah. 100%. Even uh, Pico, correct, Pico? Pico? Pico. Pico, Pico I think. Um. Autry, Simmons, Bud, Landry. J-Rob is a genius at finding undrafted defensive linemen. Truly. Yes. Yeah. They are – Truly. Like you said, Naquan is just having a phenomenal year. Obviously, Tier Tart, he suffered some injuries uh, this year, but when he's playing, he's playing well. Um, It's Merch merch isn't bad either. I don't think Merch is that bad. I haven't thought about that. Like, even if you go back when he drafted Daquan Jones, like, I mean, Daquan played out his entire career um, contract here. Still, it's still the most confusing thing that the Titans replaced number ninety Daquan Jones with number ninety Naquan Jones. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, but I would say out of all the position groups he's drafted, that you would have to say D line is probably his strongest. Oh my gosh! Well, because nobody wanted to touch Big Jeff without a doubt. Titans drafted him either. Corner, J Rob, secondary. Yeah, Christian Fulton. And I think other than uh, Greg Joseph. The free that I agree with you too because the, the free agent market with him has been good there too. Because I think Elijah Molden is proven out to be a very good pick. We'll, we still, we're still out on Caleb Farley. Christian Fulton's obviously a dog. And Malcolm Can Bowen, you imagine that if, for the, if 
If Caleb Farley has the jump Christian Fulton did in year two. Oh, my gosh. Whew. That's your one and two? <sighs> <laughs> with with Molden in the slot. Like, holy cow. The only concerning thing is, is I mean, Caleb Farley is going to be dang near two and a half years since he's really played a full season. Three years. Yeah. We knew the risk when Close he was drafted. We, we knew yeah. the risk yeah. when he was drafted, but it was a high mm-hmm. risk, high reward kind of thing. Now, granted, you didn't expect a torn ACL, so it's not like that's playing into the back injury from before, but still. Right. Oh. Um, let's talk about this too about the relationship I you know between AJ Brown and, and Tana Hill. AJ just now played his second game. From coming back from the injury, he had an awesome, obviously an awesome game against the 49ers and then kind of followed up with a lackluster performance against the Dolphins. But like I said, they didn't really need him Sunday to win no. the game. Um, the picture that he posted earlier today of Ryan and him together and then also posted a picture of Batman and Robin. thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Go. I want to ask you all, though, who is the Batman, who is the Robin of that relationship? Ryan I think, is the Batman. I think Ryan's the Batman just because he's the yeah. elder and and I mean the quarterback is the the leader of the team. You know, I don't I don't I've never seen a receiver put themselves over the quarterback no matter who it is, and I think AJ views it that way too. Yeah, I'm not though. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say AJ <laughs> is the Batman because I think AJ is much more important to this offense than Ryan Tannehill. I mean that's fair. It's a hot That's take. The hot take, but I'm going to say that. I think AJ just views it as this is the guy that gets me the ball, and I do the work after that, which is kind of like what a Batman I'm, and Robin type was. So, partly being sarcastic when I say all that, but I, <laughs> it's. I thought it was cool though, just the way they view each other, Batman and Robin. I really think AJ. I do. If you look at the tweet though, I like that he posted a picture of Ryan on the left, him on the right, and then Batman on the left, Batman on the right. But then he posted another picture of him on the left and and Tannehill on the right, and then but they're flipped, so you can't tell who he means. Right. Is Batman, right? Yeah, right. He's bro. He's sneaky smart with what he does. One hundred percent. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool tweet tonight. Um, all right, a few notes to mention, guys. The Golden Tate experience did not work out. So weird, man. That's that's so just, weird. It was non-existent. It's a, it's a head scratcher. Why they brought him in? Why they never played him? Why he stayed on the practice squad? Was never even elevated. I thought he would be after like the second week. Yeah, same. After the second week, and I mean, I think we all know that he wanted to be here at some point. So, I mean, obviously he wanted to be here like five years ago. Does it, yeah, but, does, it even, but, does it even count now? I, I mean, mean that's what I'm saying. We've always heard that Colton kind of has a has an ego, right? And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Rabel doesn't really dig that clearly. So, I mean, maybe it was just a a culture thing, like his ego didn't allow him to is, flourish with the, the coaching staff, he, you know? He was here about a month, right? Yeah. I mean, is it a, is it a quote-unquote, you know, like when people bring people in in the offseason, like you call it a camp body, would he just be like a, a practice squad body awesome. for a couple months just for just for reps? Yeah. I mean. I mean, Foreman was sitting on his couch too, though, you know? Yeah, good Hillier point. too. Good point. Hell you too. Yeah, man, Buster, yeah. Buster too. Buster I mean, too. Buster started his first game. Buster's been the nice, team. and that was the first division title Buster Trains ever won in eleven years. Wild. 
thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know if he's from Tennessee, but he went to UTC, right? So, yeah. yes. I thought that was really cool. What's a weird, random player is going to go to UTC? Buster Screen, T.O. Seriously. T.O., <laughs> yeah. That's the most, that's shocking to me. That he went to the UTC. Um, all right, another, from the, he's from Decatur, Georgia, so Atlanta area. Another so KB KB area. Um, former Titan was released today. Uh, Isaiah Wilson, boys, is uh, no longer a New York football giant. Are, are you, you surprised? surprised? I was just, are you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> no. Let's bring him back. I uh, oh, I saw a tweet gosh. I think last week from a New York Giants reporter. And the tweet was something about asking Joe Judge, what's the deal with Isaiah Wilson? Um, you know, he hasn't been available for media availability all year long. And and Joe Judge just replied back, no comment. Yeah. So they asked, they asked I think it was the O-line coach too, in a separate interview, uh, how Isaiah's progress had been in practice and how he had been looking all that. And the coach responded with next question. Next question. And that was it. Yep. So that's two guys. So it's not a good. Is Joe look. Judge change the subject. Is Joe yeah. Judge the worst head coach in the NFL? He <laughs> is. He, he's if he he's not, some, if he's not number one, Chris, he's number two. Like I, I, mean, I don't see what how. What he said was so dumb. I don't know who you put over him. Yeah. I mean, Urban Meyer probably would have yeah. been, but yeah. that's gone. So you can't say David Cooley because the Texans look a lot better than the, the than the Giants right now. Yeah, way better. Um, They've won as many games this season as they did last season. So I wouldn't yep. even say uh, Dan Campbell because they the lines have fought. They fight. A they lot fight of hard. Yeah. No, yeah. Yep. He's number one, Chris. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, just, just I think fact, he's an idiot. The fact that he sat there and said, "I have players in my office every day begging to come back next year," and I have players that call me twice a week who played for me last season that say that they wish they were still here, even though no, they're making they more aren't. elsewhere. Joe. No, na- they aren't. <laughs> name them. Name those players. Call them yeah. out. Because we need yeah. to talk to them. Yep. Um, you think Adoree Jackson's enjoying it up there? You think Logan Ryan is? Yeah. Oh, Logan loves the fan base, though. <laughs> we missed no, that pocket. We missed that week. Yeah. We were out when, when he said that. Um, I don't disagree with him. By any means, but it no. it was it was a, a backhanded remark that shouldn't have taken place, and, and I think he, he realizes that. And then he backtracked and tried to yeah, apologize major. to the fan base. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I think going back to the Giants, I don't see how they keep Joe Judge. There wasn't there a rumor before the year David Gettleman was his last year too. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to go. The rumor He's is bad. the He's one that came go. out like last week, two weeks ago, is that they're gonna. Get rid of Gettleman, but keep Judge and Daniel Jones. But now today, mm. but now John Mar- John Mara stepped down today as team president. Oh, did so, he? I, mean, I didn't even see that. Yes, yeah. It is mm-hmm. a shit show in New York, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's insane. Both team, both organizations. Mm. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. Guys, we haven't even talked about the most exciting news of this podcast, of the entire Titans nation right now. And that is, one, it's Derrick Henry's birthday. Happy birthday to go. Yeah. Two. Winter is coming. The boy is back. The king is returning to practice this week. He'll be designated for return. And he's coming back very soon, guys. I don't know if it's Sunday against the Texans 
But he'll play in that playoff game when it happens. The boy's back. And that's ex- boy, most I, exciting news. I hope we don't see him until the divisional round. So that's a topic I want to talk about. So you think he should the Titans should wait until the divisional round? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even if he's fully healthy, I don't see any reason, especially with a foot injury for a running back. Yeah. Like if it, it can't hurt to give him more time, you know. Um, let I'll him disagree. let let him get his because he is three weeks right from designated return. Yeah, you get 21 days. Yeah, so, I mean, let him have that, you know, most of that time to to practice and, and get his get his game body back and then let it unleash the beast. I don't disagree. I think if he was designated to return last week, practice all last week, this week, and then played Sunday, that'd make a little bit more sense. But like you said, coming in on a Wednesday, practicing on Wednesday – uh, Thursday, walk through Friday, they'll travel Saturday and get the game Sunday. It's two days of practice, truly, of, for him. Um, he's probably not in football shape. I mean, he's been out for a while now. He's probably rehabbed and, and done his stuff. I mean, it's hard to not be in football shape when you're in Derrick Henry, but you know what I mean. The physical daily grind of, of, of hitting players in practice and whatnot. Um, yeah. I would love to you, see him play eight to 12 snaps to kind of just yeah. knock some rust off, but I don't think it's going to happen. Do you think he's going to be over there on <clears throat> what, they, what they call it, field three? Do you think yeah. he's been over there on field three yes. during the non-media sessions? I do. Probably for probably for a week or two now, honestly, if there were reports that he had been stretching and all that. So, I mean. You know, Diana Rossini reported Sunday, and like you said, Brett, we talked about it Sunday. Yeah. Um, she was there at the game and uh, that he was been doing some light jogging on on at the at the practice field so that had to been the week before yeah um and she must have heard that from somebody inside the organization so she's got a good source inside the organization whoever yeah. it is she's very well good. connected yeah very well and i really don't get been out of shape about how the local media is not very well connected because the titans do that for a reason they're not very well connected to anybody in, a, in the media and they they no it hasn't been that way in a, ever like the only person that would say is 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 Really well connected is Jim Wyatt, and they gave Jim Wyatt a job. They saw they thought so highly of him. Right. Seriously, yeah. so shout out Jim Wyatt. So yeah, man, twenty two's back. Love it, Stoked. love it. But will he be the same, Derrick Henry? Yes, yes. You you I think mean, there's no drop off? Like Derrick comes in one fifty in the divisional round. It's the king. It's the king. I, I believe like it's the king. This is it's the king coming back at his time of year. I like the attitude, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, hold on, Brett. The beautiful <laughs> part is that even if he's not hundred percent, we have Deontay Foreman to spell him. Yeah, yeah. You don't bet against Nick Saban. You don't bet against Bill Belichick, and you don't bet against Derrick Henry. Got to be fired up. <laughs> Boys got me fired up. <laughs> Dude, I think I, I think I see what you're saying. I think with him being out so long and he comes back for he's like, man, y'all held it down without me for, for eight weeks. You got the one seed. Let me repeat. Do you know how hungry he's gonna be? Do you know how hungry he's gonna be, man? Yeah. Especially in I the mean, playoffs. And he and he like he's he believes in his his teammates so much that 
you're right, Austin. Like he'll want to do it for them. Like he'll want to get out there and ball out for them. Imagine if the divisional round, his first game back, if we get if the Titans get the one seed, is against the Colts. There's no if, right? It's Just happening. imagine. <laughs> okay, be, yeah. So it, so okay, so his first game back then. In the divisional round, imagine just imagine if it's against the Colts in the playoffs, the same team who he broke his foot against. So that's something else I want to talk to you guys about the playoff picture right now. So Titans, as of right now, obviously have the one seed. Um, followed by Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Patriots, Colts, Chargers. So your matchups right now in the wild card are Chargers at Chiefs. It's a great matchup, great game for the third time again this year. We love that. Colts at the Bengals. That's gonna be a good game. Patriots at Bills, divisional matchup. That's a good game. Another good game. Um, I would take the Chiefs. Ah, that Bengals Colts game is so tricky because I you I want to take the Bengals because they're hot right now, but I I don't want to take the Colts in general just because it's the Colts. I know, but I'm just trying to be The Bengals can lose to anybody, though. They could. I know. They that, can. That's the thing, man. The Colts are like the Titans. I, I'll take the Colts. I would say the Colts win that game. On the and road? Then, on the road. The, listen, the Bengals are young, inexperienced. I think they had the, the fourth or fifth youngest roster in the league. Zach Taylor's an inexperienced coach. It'd be cool to see, see Burrow, you know, win, win their playoff game and kind of build on something there. But Their first playoff win since, what, 90? 91 or 94? The Bengals? Yeah. You're, yeah, they, they lost all those wild card games with Marvin Lewis, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, huh? Long time. So maybe that's long another reason time. why the Colts win, because the Bengals can't win a wild card game. Carson Palmer never won a playoff game in Cincinnati. That's crazy, man. Yeah, never in I'll Cincinnati. Take, I'll take Chiefs, Colts. I'll take the Bills. But At it's going to be interesting to see how Mac is in the playoffs. Very, very interesting to see how he is. Because – Scheming and the plays and all that, it's a totally different ballgame when you get to January and February than it is in September and October. Chris, what do you think about all that? I mean, I think you're probably right. Like, I think I think the Colts probably win that game. Um, I think that could probably be the best wild card game. It's the most yeah, intriguing so matchup. Yeah. They're all pretty good, man. Like, even like even I, the NFC I would side. love to – I would love – I don't know. Can it happen? I think it can. I would love to see uh, a Herbert-Josh Allen matchup in the playoffs. Oh, man. Herbert-Josh Allen? Yeah. I think it would take the Chiefs losing. Chiefs losing. losing. Yep. Yeah. Correct. I think one of the most wild no, scenarios No, no, Chris. Playoffs. No, no, no. We, we The Titans are facing the Chargers then. Oh, Titans, yeah, you're right. The Titans put the lowest seed. So that's what I was saying. If the Colts beat the Bengals, the Titans are facing the Colts in the divisional round, and I'm not mad about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, I think this oh team is so gosh, focused. Dude. Bring on whoever right now, truly. I mean, 99 repeat have to beat the the division opponent three times. Yeah, literally. Bring on anybody hey, right now. You made it to the Super Bowl that time. Make yeah. it to Super Bowl this time. So I think about, I think the most. So what? This is something to think about. And even then, yeah. too, also, the Chargers-Raiders play a play-in game Sunday night. So, we could be talking about the Raiders Sunday night. Who knows? Talk about the Raiders True. in and the Colts the Colts out, possibly. That'd be huge. Huge. Would the wild thing to me is that the 
The wild thing to me is if the Chargers can, if the Chargers lose, they're done completely. Yeah. If the Raiders lose, they can still get in, which is wild to me because they're out right now. They can lose and still get in. The Chargers who are in, if they lose, they're done. As long as these Steelers don't get in, that's all I care about. <laughs> I'm so tired of watching the Steelers and Browns play football on national. Honestly, television. bro. Honestly, bro. Right now, because I don't think the Steelers pose a threat, and because I mean. Not a lot of people in Middle Tennessee like the Colts. I would much rather see the Steelers get in than the Colts just because I don't want to see the Colts in. And I think the Steelers don't pose a threat. So I hate to bring yeah. it to you. They're getting in. Yeah, I'd rather see the Steelers in than the Colts too, though. But that's yeah. just because I would love to see the Colts miss the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after all the propaganda they've gotten these last two months. Yeah. Um, all right, last thing, and we'll move on. The uh, – Bud Dupree video, the incident that happened. Um, it came out yesterday that Bud Dupree had an incident after the game, I believe, at a Walgreens uh, in Nashville. Around 8 p.m. Yeah, and, and, and at the time you're thinking, oh, shit, what happened? Uh, Scoop Nashville had it first. And a lot of times, for those that don't really know who Scoop Nashville is, they're, <laughs> they're hit and miss. They're right about some things, they're wrong about some things. So you don't They're really also know pretty mean. toxic. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see that at first, you're like, crap, what happened? And then nothing really else came about it. And I had this video sent to my phone from a friend of a friend. Sent to you guys. Sent it to our buddies at Broadway. And we didn't want to post it. I just felt like that wasn't something we wanted to do, our name associated with. So Broadway decided to do it uh, today, and it went viral. And it ended up later on this evening, the full video from that Walgreens, a security camera, TMZ posted it. We all watched it. If you haven't watched it yet, go find it. Uh, but the full video, looking at it, I don't see how Bud's going to get any trouble. I don't see how the charges are not dropped. There's no I'm surprised there's charges in the first place. I, agreed. I am too. Um, I made the comment last night when we saw the the first clip in our text that it was a 10 second video. It's easy to take something like that out of context. Uh, if that video leaked out, it was clearly done by the person who recorded it. Uh, and uh, the context was to fit their agenda. Uh, after seeing the video today that TMZ has shared, uh, I think it's pretty clear that um, Bud was instigated. Uh, something happened there. It looks, it appears that Bud was asked to take a, a selfie with a fan, and then that fan did something um, and and instigated Bud. Um, I don't think anything comes of this uh, from from a suspension standpoint or anything like that. Well, I think we all know too that Bud is not that type of guy either. No. Because when the name dropped out, that's one of the last names I thought of to be getting in a fight in public, especially with the playoffs coming up. And as much work as he put in over the first two, three months of the season to finally be healthy again, that's why I was more surprised at the name of who it was that was involved than anything else. I agree. So I just say all that to say, you know, if you haven't seen the video yet, go find it. Uh, the longer video definitely shows you more and tells you more of the context of the story than the first video that that went around. So – um. Yeah, I think I think Bud's fine, and we know the NFL. And if there was to become a, a suspension, 
that it would be most likely after the season and it would probably be something for the, the start of next year. Um, yeah. It takes so long for all this stuff, the interviews and, and the investigation and whatnot. So, um, yeah, but that was, that was after um, the crazy Sunday that was in the NFL. And I don't even know where to start y'all. Um, <laughs> let's just start with Antonio Brown. Um, never seen something like that in my life. Don't know if we'll see something like that again. If it was to happen to anybody, it was going to happen to Antonio Brown. Like, did yeah. he – yeah, I mean, what the fuck? And then to drop a rap song a couple hours later. <laughs> did he? I really – I really yeah, – bad. You haven't heard it? Pit no. Pit ain't the palace. Oh, I haven't seen this yet. Pit not the palace. Yeah. Pit not all, the palace. All I've yeah, seen is, is the super gremlin he's calling himself for whatever reason. Yeah, he's super gremlin now. Uh, it's released under AB. You need to look and listen uh, to it. It's bad. It's not a good song by any means. Um, he he pretty much learned one flow. My and man's got that's all he does the whole song. Good. Um, now then, but, it's in the poor side at the Nets game. Yeah. All right, let's not get a copyright strike. What <laughs> the hell, man? Uh-huh. That's hilarious. How's this not? I haven't seen this. Yeah, he uh, dropped I've, it like I've he dropped it, it all like over seven o'clock that night. <laughs> Breer was Breer was the first one. Albert Breer was the first one. Oh Breer, my god, dude, that's great. He don't stop, does he, man? And so here's the here's the crazy part about all this. Do y'all know that the Bucks have still not cut him? Yeah, bro. He's yeah. still on the team. They may not. But why though? Oh dang! It, it. I, no, I had it. Um. On why that the. Bucks may be in more trouble than we think about it. Was he, he only needs was he eight catches. What was it? Eight catches, fifty-three yards, and a touchdown to yeah, to make an extra billy this year. Yeah, it was three hundred thirty-three thousand yeah. dollars for each milestone. So this is the for those that don't follow uh, Robert Lutal at BSO at BSO. You need to. Um, but here's what the tweet says. Antonio Brown was leery of Buck's medical staff, so he saw an outside surgeon who felt he shouldn't even be playing. Buck's docs cleared him. But when he told coaches during game he didn't feel right, Arians fired him. Now Bucks are having regrets. And then he follows that up with another tweet that says, the streets saying once NFL teams realized, A, A.B. didn't randomly quit. B, A.B. didn't blow up on teammates or staff. C, Bucks might be in the wrong. They started considering bringing him on. Now Bucks are worried about cutting him. Hmm. So that's why Josina Anderson is saying that – I don't know if y'all saw her tweet. Josina Anderson said the issue isn't him finding a job. If, if AB wanted a job, then there are teams that would sign him tomorrow once all this, once all this other stuff came out. So Because I was wondering at one point why she said 
there are teams that would be interested or maybe signing him. But in that case, I mean, that explains it. I mean, Mike so, Evans was like trying his best to get AB to, to yeah. not take his jersey and stuff off. On the side I didn't even know he was hurt. It was crazy too that the, the Bucks had to have cut him by four o'clock today, or they paid this week's salary to him. So AB's getting paid this week by the Bucks. He ain't mad. No, just a crazy scene, man. How do I want to? I mean, he took his took his jersey off, fought that off his body, then goes and takes his dry fit shirt off, throws that in the stands, uh, and then just Vince Young style, dude, just literally runs off the field like he's celebrating. Like they just dude, won the game. Freaking, dude, the, the security staff thought he was a fan at first. Yeah. And then he gets in the Uber yeah. and goes and God guy, knows where. This guy, this yeah. guy that drives the Uber, go, take, he snatches his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, oh, 100% he does. I haven't heard the PMT with uh, Big Cat and uh, PFT yet on Barstool, but they had him on Monday morning. So I need to go AB? listen to that. No, they had the Uber driver on. Oh, and Uber driver told his side of the story of 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 all of it. So I need to go hear That's it. That's hilarious. But yeah, man, just that was that was a crazy incident. Obviously, Antonio Brown has had issues for a long time now. Back yes. to Steelers days. How Mike Tomlin held all that together is beyond me. With him, Le'Veon. Yeah. Uh, who man? Who's the guy that kept getting suspended because he he kept failing drug tests? Um, oh, I, see I see his face. I see his face. Wide receiver, Martavius uh-huh. Bryant. Yes. So you had Le'Veon, Martavius Bryant, and Antonio Brown all at the same time. Nuts. And he still has never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. And then what happens yeah. with the Raiders? All that was documented on Hard Knocks. What a crazy yep. sequence that was over a a helmet, dude. Bro, okay, do y'all, do y'all follow NFL memes on Instagram? Yeah. Did you see that video they posted of mm-hmm. what all happened on January 2nd? Okay, well, did, you, did y'all – okay, just how crazy it was. Did you see – well, I know he was trying to force a fumble, but in uh, OBJ, he punched a Ravens player. He was trying to punch the ball out, but he punched the dude right in the, right in the butt or the back. Yeah. Then they showed the next video of AB running off the field. Then the next video was um, – uh, freaking Washington football team's stadium just crumbling apart. Then the next video was Tua throwing it behind him. And then the next video was uh, who, who, whoever it was for the Cardinals catching the ball on the back of the, of the Cowboys' helmet. Yeah. And all of that happened within a span of two hours. This is why on NFL is king. Yes. Exactly why the NFL is king. Just a nuts day. But, yeah, speaking of the Washington football team, what a crazy – I've never seen anything like that either. Dude, Where, just collapsed. Just collapsed. And did you did you see how they fixed it? With zip ties. Zip ties. With zip ties. <laughs> it collapsed, and they fixed it with zip Chris, ties. Chris, you hadn't seen that yet? I had not. Yeah, they put zip it ties. back up, and they – yeah. I don't even know. They just zip-tied it shut. Zip, just zip-tied it. And the fact that sit- – Go ahead. Did you see where Jalen Hurts uh, wrote a letter? The fact Jalen Hurts has to write a letter to make sure this doesn't happen again. The opposing team's quarterback that just kicked y'all's ass has to write your team a letter saying, hey, this probably should get fixed before I come back and beat your ass again. I read somewhere, too, that somebody from Washington came out 
not backing the thing falling, but basically saying that's a area for handicapped people and stuff like that. And so it wasn't able to withstand that much of weight, but apparently well, security. I was about to say, that kind of makes it worse. That's it, for does, yeah. it does. Yeah. And then somebody else said that security allowed the fans to go down there anyways. And then with all the weight and then everybody just running down there, then it just all hell broke loose. Well, it all, it looked hey, like guess, all, guess who pays for the security? Washington football team. Football team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all looked like Eagles fans. They were rowdy. They saw Jalen come off the field and, you know, I don't. I think all Eagles fans are a little special, uh, so that's probably why they're sitting so close to the front. Um, <laughs> dude, they fell, got right up, hugged Jalen. I mean, it was nothing to them. No, it was over a six foot drop. Yeah, wild scene. But dude, Jalen hurts. This is why back you know, back in the day when he's coming out, it's why I wanted this guy so bad. Dude, he's just got he's a good guy, man. After, he's man. a good guy. Yeah. They had literally one of the worst rosters in the league coming in this season. And he has turned that franchise around from, I believe, four wins last year. And they have nine wins this year. People asked if Nick Sirianni was going to be just like a one-and-done coach yeah. in a rebuild type year. And now they're going to the playoffs. I mean, to With be fair, is remember how bad stuff. his press conference was? One of the worst ever. Sirianni's? Yeah. One of the worst of all time. Yeah. Then in the middle of the season, he told, he, he told us that he motivated his players with flowers. It's funny how football works when, you know, Carson Wentz, who is, a, you know, supposedly a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, has a worse record this year than the Eagles had last year. And – I'm sorry. The Colts have a worse record this year than they did last year. And the Eagles have a worse record last year than they do this year. I got that right. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were 4-11 last year. They're yeah, I got, I got it right, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's funny what, what a quarterback change can do and how Car- Carson Wentz is the better quarterback here, but um, better than Tannehill. Yeah, can't, can't tell. So, <laughs> um, all right, lastly, I'm gonna play a little game with y'all because last night was Big Ben's last. I, why do I keep saying potentially? That was his last home game. They're not gonna have a playoff game, he's not coming back. It was his last home game, and it was beautiful. Dude, I grew up, I have a Big Ben jersey. I literally saw it a couple weeks ago when I was at my mom clean out Christmas. I went through a lot of my old boxes, and I found my old little Big Ben jersey that I got when I was 10 years old. I loved him. My dad grew up a diehard Steelers fan. It's probably my second team if I had to pick. But I've grown to hate him. But I've always liked Big Ben. Um, but he has become just so stale to me in the entire NFL that I think he is he's two years too late of retiring. Like he has just been yeah. in the league for way too long. But – I still have to say this. It was a really cool moment last night. He's meant so much to that city, that team, the organization. Um, so it was, it, he he deserved all that. But did y'all watch the game? Did y'all see all that? Mm-hmm. Did y'all watch it? Yep. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But my Tate, Chris, went to the game. <clears throat> oh, really? His girlfriend's nice. a diehard Stewards fan, so they went to the game last night. So it was pretty cool. Um, all right, but I still have to say this. Big Ben – was in the same draft class as Philip Rivers and Eli Manning. We're going to play the game start one, bench one, cut one between those three. I'm starting Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. I'm benching Eli Manning, and I'm cutting Philip Rivers. Dude, Chris, I'm the exact same way. The exact same way. I mean, Ben, ben has the dimension of being able to run it, obviously. Uh 
he's just a, the dude's a, a a horse of a human being. Um, obviously, he's got the trophies. Eli's got the trophies. Uh, Rivers probably could have had a trophy or two if he was on a better team. Um, but I think I think it's hard to pass up being as your starter in those three. I'm I'm right there with you, Chris, because at at times. Ben Roethlisberger was the most elusive – now, hang on – the most elusive quarterback in the pocket. Not running down the field, but he was so hard to bring down in the pocket. Like you said, two – he's got two rings. I don't know if he's ever had a losing season himself. So that's that's what I was going to bring up, too. So, they always bring up Tomlin has never had a losing season. But who has yeah. Tomlin's quarterback been throughout the entire thing? Big Ben. Big Ben, yeah. Big Ben's never had exactly. a losing season. Yeah. And then I know, I know Eli's had some bad years. He's got all those picks. But to me, when it counted the most in the championship and the playoffs, I mean, Eli got it done. He, he took down what was known as probably going to be the greatest team of all time in those Patriots if they won the Super Bowl that year. They didn't because Eli took them down. And I think for me, I, I, I think I'm on, I'm on the yes side of Phillip Rivers being in on the Hall of Fame. But when they were talking about those three quarterbacks, I would cut him solely for the fact that the other two got it done when it mattered more. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. It's I think it's 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 yeah, Big Ben for the the I mean, this guy has uh, so many game-winning drives throughout his entire career. Um like you said Chris, he's got the two rings to show for it. He's put up massive th- numbers throughout his entire I th- career. I think of the three, he's the most likely to just put the team on his back too, like Yes. When, so when the team really needs him the most, I think he's the one that's shown that he's done that the most throughout his career. Eli, you, you made the points about Eli. Yeah, I think it's it's a consistent thing with Ben. Um, Eli Eli has stepped up, like you said, when he needs to. When you needed um, it from Rivers, he's most likely throwing a pick or turnover on downs. There's no chance he's yep. gonna actually come through with, with the game winning drive. But yeah, you you can make the argument for for Eli, but. The wins loss record is is a concern. The the touchdown interception ratio is concern. I mean, dude threw a lot of picks, and not to say Big Ben didn't. Big Ben did, but he threw a lot more touchdowns than than Eli Manning did. So, I think yeah, it's Big Ben. You're starting. You're benching Eli. You're cutting. You're Philip. Even though, dude, I think Philip Rivers. I well, I'll go to bat for Philip. I think he had a fantastic career. I think mm-hmm. he's a very underrated quarterback. And does not get the the um, respect he deserves at times, but he he lost to these quarterbacks, lost to Big Ben a lot, lost to Brady a lot. I mean, he just he can never get over the hump, like Chris said. He went to a, I think a couple AFC title games, beat the Titans one year with Vince Young, but could never just get over the hump. Yep, never even made it. And was it Rivers? Obviously, we've had some rumors throughout the years of him coming here. Uh, and, and it makes you kind of wonder, like, how his career would be different if he would have got off that Chargers team sooner. It was um, he wanted to. It was yeah. the year before Tannehill, before they traded for Tannehill. Yes, yep. is when the whole Rivers thing was happening. He, I think, and I think he, I think behind the scenes he pushed for it too. I mean, he's from Athens, which is an hour and a half, no more than an hour and a half from Nashville. I mean, his whole family is in North Alabama, so. The I mean, rumors. His, of, I think his wife's from Clarksville, right? Is that right? I'm not sure. That may not be right, but I think it is. Do we know how his high school team did this year at Wynn State? No, they, I don't think they. I don't think they did. But I think they went like eight and four or something like that, nine and three. 
Yeah, I know they made it to the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. So other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't believe they won state. The school Saint something Saint. Yeah, that's uh, not Saint Paul's. Saint Luther. Um, that might be right. I'm not sure. Um, all right, well, just a crazy week though. In in Saint in, Michael. Boom. Yeah. Crazy week in uh, the NFL, and it's only gonna get crazier, but. All is well right now. I think before the year started, guys, we 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 thought this would happen. Thought they had a really good chance, um, and then you know you lose a couple of games early on, and you kind of you lose your belief. Derek gets hurt, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is it." You know what now? We, they just got to kind of put the glue together, make shift with the roster they have, and keep it going. And they never blinked. They just kept, they 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 found guys that fit well with the system persevered and and now they have a legitimate shot to to be the one seed and have home field advantage throughout the playoffs which is nuts to think about because it hasn't would happened love to see it 2008 yep would love to good see times it. to be a Titans fan right now absolutely good good times all right we'll end it with bold predictions for Sunday in Houston what you got Brett uh Deontay Foreman goes for 120 plus again two more scores Okay. Uh, I think we get uh, some of the, the younger guys involved in this game. I'm going to go Des Fitzpatrick Ooh. has 60 Ooh. yards. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, this is going to be a Zach Cunningham revenge game. Ooh, yeah. So Zach, Zach Cunningham gets an interception off of Davis Mills. I would okay. love that. He would love that. They Honestly, he might get a taunting penalty off that, and I don't think he would care. Did I, I don't know if you guys have watched the, the Brian Baldinger uh, videos that he's been posting about the Titans defense. He he absolutely loves them. And if you actually watch him and you watch him break it down, this defense is all over the place. And the linebackers, especially Sunday, were playing out of their mind. David Long having him back in the lineup is huge, man. He's yeah, so and, good, dude. And and they were kind of getting getting to that point anyway. But then Zach Cunningham showed up, and he's just taking the energy level to to the to the next, you know. I it's still can't awesome believe you to the Titans. I've told you for so long, Chris, that the Titans are a linebacker like that. And yeah. I wanted Zach, and I yeah. ended up getting, getting, getting Rashawn that year. And I, even at the time, Rashawn was my pick. because I just thought they needed a linebacker that bad. And obviously we know that Rashawn has not been the Rashawn Evans that we thought he'd be. But if they don't bring Zach Cunningham back next year as a long-term piece. Oh, my gosh, man. Line. I mean, the guy's think, only, yeah. he's only 27. Yeah, I think I think he'll be here. I think he probably wants to be here, especially seeing like getting back in that Vrabel defense. Um, but I mean, I think John Robinson probably wants him here. Absolutely. The, the cool news is that this defense is so young; they don't. We, the Titans don't really need a whole lot on that on that side of the football. I don't know. Nope. Defense is set next. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you got to re, you got to resign Landry. Yep. Uh, and Big Jeff. Well, he's still under contract though for next year. Uh, Landry's up, so you got to resign Landry. You got to hope Farley comes back to fill that other spot because uh, Jack Rabbit's on a one-year deal. So, other than that, dude, like, I mean, this defense is pretty much all of the starters are returning this year. And I would be fine with ja- with Jack Rabbit on another one-year deal. To be honest with you, I think since he's come back from injury, the second half of the season he's been solid. Yeah. I agree. I wouldn't even mind Buster being here next year. No, me neither. I agree. Rashawn's gone, I think. 
Jayon's gone, I think. Jayon's gone. Mm-hmm. But then Monty Rice will step up. So then you're just looking for what one linebacker. Here's the thing: I like now that um, the Titans have coaches in different places. Like, do Arthur or Matt go after these guys now? Like, do they go get a Jayon yes. and a Rashawn Evans? Yeah, I, I, I can see Arthur getting Jayon for sure. You can you can root for those guys still because I do the Falcons. Let's talk yes. about them for a second before we hop off here. As as bad as that roster was, the the, the job Arthur's done with him, dude, heck of a job, heck of a job. Well, I, I thought about and they're competitive that too. Yeah, like, yeah. Even, they even had a chance losing. to win Sunday. Yeah, because I was talking about it earlier, like I didn't mention it because I was going to mention it later in the offseason, But talk about Deontay Foreman if he's back next year. Falcons don't have a running game because they've been using no. Cordell Patterson. Could you see Arthur going after a guy like Deontay to put in their offense, saying, "Hey." You can you can be my guy this year if they sound like kind of surprised he didn't this year. Honestly, yeah. it's going to be interesting too to see what they actually do with with Darrington Evans. If they actually stick around to keep him, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm mm-hmm. over that experience. I really don't think you need an elusive back because it hasn't worked out in the past. We know why not just just you've seen it work with Deontay, another big back, Baby Henry. Keep him. Yeah, yeah. use that same kind of back. I don't I don't see the I, need. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'd love to have just a gadget player on this offense. I know. And I was hoping, I was hoping Darrington could be that because we know he can catch out of the outfield. And so it just health is, has been the ma- massive concern with him, obviously. Well, Chris, when it comes to draft time, I have a guy in mind. I haven't talked to you guys about this yet, but just he's gonna be prime candidate number one on my on my draft board. Okay. I kind of want to say. Can we now. ask who? Yeah. Can we ask who? Yeah. John Mechie. Mm. Here's your gadget. Coming, guy, off, coming off the injury. Prime John Robinson, <laughs> candidate. Exactly why, Chris. Yeah. Oh, oh he's man, hurt. He... he tore his ACL. Top of the draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why. Not exactly why, but just I mean, the Titans will need another receiver. Why not? You're at the you're at the back end of the draft. Pick 30 to 29 to 32, most likely. I lied. Pick 32. Is going yeah. to be um, John Mechie. Man, I like it. Nice, it'd be nice. There's some other receivers coming out that I like Drake London, um, Dotson from Penn State. But Dotson's John Mechie, man, I'm, I'm on the John Mechie train. So that's where I'm at. I don't want to talk about draft stuff yet. We'll, we'll get to that, but just want to give you guys a teaser on that one. I like that. No, that's yeah. that's solid. I like that a lot. So, all right. So next time we talk, we will be geared up for the playoff run. We'll try to get a guest on too. Um, Brett's gonna work on that for us. But mm-hmm. appreciate y'all listening as always. Again, follow us on Twitter at Second and Victory. Go get some gear before the playoffs start. Secondandvictory.com. How about them Titans t-shirts? No better way to to start the playoff run with you know be wearing one of those shirts while you're out watching the game. So. Appreciate you guys as always. For Chris Carter, for Brett Bassler, my name is Austin Nelson. Tighten up. Tighten up. up.